Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept, and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. I'm Alex Tate. Alex, you're back. How were I'm the back. Galapagos Islands? They were great. I want so one of my favorite fun facts uh, on the planet is that there's there so there's giant tortoise tortoises tortoise. Tor- I think tortoises? it's tortoise-i. Um, on the Galapagos, that's a known fact. And one of the reasons they are near extinct and v- hyper-endangered is because the British, they liked to steal things that weren't theirs. They, I'm sorry, do you mean the British? The British. Um, there we go. They tried to take giant tortoises back to England to put them in zoos and stuff like that. But they were on ships and... Uh, Apparently, they couldn't make it back because they were so delicious. <laughs> they would eat them. And then huh. they would be so like midway. Can you just imagine that conversation? Like midway, just be like, we cannot eat this one. And then like yeah. a week later, they're like, fuck, we are turning around and going to grab another one. God damn it. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to use that as a segue to talk about <laughs> our sponsor this week. Today's episode is brought to you by Romer Skincare. There's no segue there. Um, Based out of Chicago, Romer launched a work-from-home clean skincare line that covers all your skin needs with three easy-to-follow steps. Why you should check them out. Simple ingredients and effective results. A perfect upgrade if you're still washing your face with a bar of soap or that drugstore face wash. I have never heard of somebody washing their face with a bar of soap. I was just going to say, no one has ever washed their face with a bar of soap ever. So you should get Romer Skincare because right now they are offering our listeners, that's you and me, Alex. Yeah. 15% off and a gift with your first purchase by using the code LISTENER15. That's code LISTENER15 on their website, RomerSkincare.com. That's R-O-M-E-R. Impress your partner and get happy skin. Dude, you could have used that turtle's got like wrinkly, dry ass, <laughs> crinkle skin. I saw if, a fucking turtle washing its face with a bar of soap. <laughs> then it would just look smooth. It looked like a, a eel after that. Yeah. <laughs> slithered around. What if we started doing like Botox and plastic surgery on like ancient tortoises? <laughs> Just and to make just, him look young again. I, I'll put I'll put a picture of a ancient tortoise into Photoshop and just like <laughs> s- smooth everything out like unnaturally. Okay, but what if that is like a thing that had to happen for like you know like a species that's almost gone extinct and one of the last males is like very old, so none of the females want to mate with it. Could yeah. we theoretically have like a rom com makeover montage? To, you know, I don't know, like a like some sort of elephant where like pulling its skin back and smoothing out the wrinkles and let's do it. If someone knows or has access to a giant tortoise and would let us do a very cute montage, <laughs> makeover yes. montage of it, please let us know. Yeah, I'm very into the idea. And um just for the good of the species, we'll also give it some tortoise Viagra. Mmm. Tortagra. I like that we've started uh, this episode with tortoises. It's a, honestly because I ended the last episode with the sound of turtles having sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just I liked uh, like a little like continuation, like a like an album with no uh, 
track yeah. gaps. Or like a serialized show. That's right. We are serial. Yes. C E R A L. That's Cereal. right. Serial. <laughs> <laughs> Um, D- Jacob, big day today. Yeah. I, uh, I had to present my project in architecture school. That's worth 50% of my grade. What did you make? Um, I mean, it's really hard to explain without pictures and stuff like that, but I, I was like proud of it. You know, it was like a pavilion in the woods and Aww, it was that's cute. It, based around the idea of impermanence and how, uh, a- a- everything we create will eventually fail. But so it's not, like it's like you designed it like an Apple product where the battery goes out five years down the line. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of. There is like uh, like it's design. I designed it to fail, but to fail in the way I want it to fail. Interesting. Okay. Um. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. What I wanted to talk about is there's this one person in my class, and I think a lot of people also have this person, but um, they at every given second bring up the fact that they went to Burning Man. <laughs> and I can't fucking say, I don't give a shit that you went to Burning Man. And they they use it as like a justification for everything. So this is like, this is like a big deal. Oh. I have a collared shirt on right now. Like everybody like dressed up for it and stuff like that. Um, and a bunch of other professors from like the master's program and stuff like that all come in and just uh, basically rip you to shreds. Like that's- yeah how it's kind of supposed to be done. And um, this person was like getting ripped to shreds, which is fine. I mean, honestly, we all got ripped to shreds. Um, and because they had something that they could like climb into, like they're, mm-hmm. they're, the thing they made, you like a human being could climb into it. Oh, okay. And the professor was like, what indication do these people have that they can climb into it? And they were just like, um, at Burning Man, if it doesn't have a sign on it that says you can't climb on it, it's pretty much free reign. (laughs) All the professors were like, okay. Okay, well, yeah, we're not at Burning Man right now. (laughs) What does that have to do with anything? And I just, oh, I can't, I can't stand it. Their whole identity is Burning Man. That's frustrating. That's very frustrating. And I like, I tried not to do that when I started going more vegetarian, you know, like, Someone just asks, how's your weekend? And I'll be like, oh, I eat mostly vegetables now. <laughs> I'm trying not to do that. How's your weekend? Uh, celery. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know if I've had a piece of celery. Good. That's because um, it's disgusting. I hate, like, there's very few feelings I hate more than uh, getting celery strings in my teeth. Oh, yeah, we yeah, should have yeah. talked about that on our pet peeves episode because I cannot stand it. Almost, it, it's like almost as bad as apple skin. Apple skin, interesting. Yeah. When you're like eating an apple and you yeah. and it just like gets stuck. I, maybe people don't have like gaps in their teeth where I the same place as I do, and it's more of a problem for me specifically. I don't know, but ugh. Mm, I don't, yeah. my body. I actually really like it, but my mouth can't do corn on the cob at all. I mean, I it's an absolute yeah. disaster. <laughs> it's all up in every single gap in my teeth. There's yep. something shoved in there. And I like the taste of it is good. I wish I could like do it more, but it's, I fucking hate it. One of my favorite like culinary things that I've discovered after leaving Montana is pretty much every like Mexican food truck and restaurant has a different way that they do roasted corn on the cob. Oh, and- like Mexican street corn? 
Oh, so good. I've never so had a bad one. Oh, goddamn good. And they're all a little bit different. Like, everyone does their own, they have like their own signature, whatever they put on it. And, yeah, oh. yeah. And oh. I'm sure it's like highly secretive and highly competitive. And I'm here for it. The more competition, like, that's capitalism. That's how capitalism sure would work is make my Mexican street corn vendors just fight with each other so i get delicious mexican street corn i'll eat as much corn as i have to to taste it all like, <laughs> yeah, exactly that doesn't bother me <laughs> exactly great what's our word of the day yeah our word of the day is um i've been trying to have a more positive outlook on life the last week or so and it's absolutely lovely here today and so our word of the day is sunshine Oh, I like it. I like that you're trying to have a positive outlook. I've pretty much gone the exact opposite the last week or so. I had yeah. like a really good week like two weeks ago and then, I don't know, man, I'm tired. I'm likely depressed uh, and yeah. um, I like the sunshine, but this summer I got too much of it. A little, little uh, uh, burned out. Pun superintended. Yeah, I yes, we've talked about. I mean, I talked when we went when I went kayaking a couple of weeks yeah. ago. I got burned so bad, um, but straight up, like I need the sun. I got super duper like anxious and sad when I was in high school at one point because I was getting to school before the sun came up. It was yep. in the wintertime and leaving after the sun had gone down. Yeah. And so I had to buy a vitamin D lamp so I could get enough like like um, artificial sunshine and get my vitamin D levels back up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a depressing part of like living pretty far north, like December, January. It does. You know, the snow is one thing, but the getting to where you're going, work, school, whatever in the night and coming going home at night is fucking miserable and dude if montana winters weren't like eight months long i would be i would live there still right now like (laughs) if i choose to move back in the future it's just going to be something i have to reconcile with plus climate change so it's like there will be years where there's not very much of a winter yeah well it's just here it's just been so insanely smoky i know we've already talked about this but it got way worse in the past couple weeks like outrageously work everything that happened in portland and like the west coast like blew over here and it was horrific um and yesterday it rained and so today it's like really bright and sunny out and there's no smoke and it's just like oh man this is what like the outside is like (laughs) this is what it's like to be like enjoying the outside (laughs) yeah it's raining all it's rained all day today and one it's like super hard to get out of bed but two it does it just like clears up the air it's supposed to rain all day tomorrow and then this weekend high of 90 sunny and that's like my ideal weather it is it gets up to 90 by like 5 or 6 p.m and stays there for maybe an hour that's not too bad i can handle that so um one thing since you know we're discussing all aspects of sunshine. You just I, looked like uh, deeply into my eyes when you started that ooh, sentence. I just wanted to. Ooh, I can but I know you're camera. not like, look, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm just staring at, at myself. Camera. Let's be real. If you have a video conversation and you look anywhere but yourself, uh, you're lying. You're lying. Yeah, that's true. I do like how to, how am I appearing to. Uh, I just look at myself. Um, I, because of the intense amount of smoke here, the sun was just like, it was kind of cool. It was like a super defined edge. It was like a perfect 
sphere oh, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the I, sky. And I you could you look mean. directly at it. And since there was so much like particulate matter in the air, it was really big. You know, like when sometimes the moon gets really big and everyone's mm-hmm. like, that's because of the dust. I don't actually get how that works, but I understand that it does work that way. Um, yeah, the same thing's true with the sun, I guess, if there's enough particulate matter in the air. And it was it was rad. There was like a gigantic... I mean, it's always fucking there, but... <laughs> Imagine the day the sun doesn't come up. I mean, we're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, on an existential level, scientists are like, you know, like 3 billion-ish years somewhere around there three to four billion ish years the sun will start dying and the first stage of dying is it actually expands yeah so we're just gonna yeah and that that will be the end of planet earth yeah so you know like tiktok motherfuckers we've had all we'll have is a hard drive with a bunch of ginger on ginger episodes on it yeah yeah yeah. oh this is going in the library of congress or the whatever (laughs) I'll, I'll fill out the application and we'll see if we can get in. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, Put an episode of this on another gold record and send it to space. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to come up with. Yeah, that thing. with. I did see this analogy of like, we just sent like a, we sent a spaceship out that had like information about the human race, right? And we just like launched it into space. That was a while ago. I think that's common knowledge. Yeah. Um, but on it was like diagrams of the human body, both male and female, and then like uh some text something. Mm-hmm. And so I, I saw an analogy and it was like, yo, humans basically just like sent nudes <laughs> out yeah. into space and was like, hey, I sent you my nudes. Please respond. Yeah. You up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We basically just sent the universe a you up text. I like that. Uh, one thing about the sunshine that I didn't realize for a while when I was a kid is that you can get sunburned in winter because of the reflection off of the snow. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost uh, easier, I think. Yeah. You got to be careful when you're like skiing or sledding and stuff. You got to, so, I mean, most of you's covered anyway, usually, but if it's like in the spring or something, it might not be. I mean, some people will definitely know this, but I don't know how many others will. Uh, my hometown of Jackson, Wyoming is uh, a tourist town, essentially around a ski resort. Um, and the ski resort is like world famous. Everyone skis there. That's what I'm trying to say. Skiing is like a fucking requirement. It literally is. I've honestly had friends who don't ski in high school and they like felt ostracized. And most of the time in skiing, a goggle tan where like the top half of your face is white and the bottom half of your face is like burned slash tan is like pretty embarrassing and you look like an idiot. It was like literally in our high school, like a sign of coolness. It was like the exact opposite because that meant that you skied enough that you got a goggle tan. So you probably skied during the week. Right. Which means you left school to go skiing. And I mean, if there was like a, a powder day, if there was like over a foot of snow, the school would be at like 30% capacity and everyone's parents <laughs> would like yeah, call their kids the mountain. out yeah. just so they could ski. It was a weird town. I grew up in a weird bubble place that does not exist in the realm of reality. As someone who was not good at skiing but felt compelled to do it, I, I can I can relate to feeling ostracized if you're not good at like winter sports, <laughs> like in yeah. my hometown, you know. But but they but you know you had like uh, other people would be like snowmobiling or you know other people did other just, stuff in the winter time, right? 
Yeah, I like a good old fashioned sled down a hill. You know, that's yeah, that's a ton of fun. Yeah, it was just skiing or snowboarding. That's yeah. it. <laughs> that's it. And the winters were like nine months long. So you Have better you ever like snowboarded. It. I did. I tried snowboarding for two weeks after it was when I was like 13, <clears throat> 13 and you or thought 14. it was cool, right? You did it for the cool points. Absolutely. I think I like watched the X games or something like that. <laughs> I was like, this is way fucking cooler than skiing. At the age of 13 or 14, I was already a pretty good skier. I was pretty accomplished. And, um, I did not want to learn how to snowboard quote unquote. So yeah. I just like took, I just like first like two runs, I was like, I'm going to go snowboard the stuff I can ski, which was yep. like way above my ability yep. and basically fell and struggled and butt scooted all the way down. <laughs> and then I did it one more run and was like, I oh, mean, this is stupid. And I took off the <laughs> snowboard. So I've, you know, like two whole runs I've tried snowboarding and had zero patience for it. Yeah. 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 I have things like that too. Like, you know, if my band in high school is like learning a cover or something, uh, I didn't ever really bother to learn the actual drum part. I was just like, yeah, whatever. I'll just make it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny that you mentioned that because one of the thing, one of the sen- one of my favorite sensations on the planet, um, and it ties back into sunshine, is is sitting on a ski lift after you just like you bomb down a run and the the wind rushing past you has like uh, cooled you quite a bit and you're pretty cold um, because essentially you were just standing there while you just like slid down. A hill. Yeah, yeah, and um, you get on the chairlift, and so- the way the resort is oriented in Jackson, sometimes the sun would be behind you, and it would just hit your back as <laughs> you were like slowly riding up the chairlift. And I just—that's a feeling that like brings back such like vivid memories for me. You know, like sometimes you have a smell. Yeah. That you sometimes if I, you know if it's early in the morning and i feel the sun on my back i'm just like instantly transported to like the ski hill and like sitting in on a chairlift with the sun hitting me and being like ah i'm, I'm glad you have that positive association with it because all <laughs> i associate chairlifts with is like getting colder yeah yeah and like yeah. the feeling of your legs dangling off but they have like 10 pound weights on each foot <laughs> yeah 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 um, I, again, I don't like skiing though, so <laughs> we're, we're coming from opposite angles here. Have I talked on the podcast about the time I jumped off a chairlift? No, I don't even know. I, I know this story. Okay. So it was in high school, right? I might've been junior high, whatever. I was there with the ski club. I was not that good of a skier at wait, where at showdown. Oh, that's right. Oh, fuck. Hilarious. Yeah. So showdown <laughs> is a smaller mountain kind of in like central Montana. It's microscopic. <laughs> compared to you know the, well one of the, I, I shouldn't say the mountain isn't microscopic i mean it only has one lift right it has three. Oh, well maybe i'm thinking something else okay never mind continue your story um and one of those has a spot halfway up where you can get off right. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. and do some runs and then you can ride to the top if you don't yep. want to well my friends didn't tell me to get off halfway that <laughs> the two of them got on the chair before me and they were going and then I got sat next to, unfortunately, like a very, very heavy fellow. Mm, and I mean, mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that I have to describe them that way, but yeah. it kind of ties it, into the story. It's pertinent to the story, yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. So we're just sitting there, we're riding up, and then I see my friends get off halfway, and I'm like, oh, they didn't tell me they were going to do that. So I scoot forward a little bit, but like this guy has taken up most of the chair. Right, yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't get like to the edge of the seat in time to get off. And my, but I wasn't like good enough and confident enough to ski down the mountain myself. If I went all the way to the top. 
Right, right. And so I was like, Now the panic sets in. Yeah, the panic set in. I was like, my friends are down there, and I can't, I'm scared to go up there. So I just bailed off, and I don't even (laughs) remember doing it. I just like, it wasn't like a conscious decision. I landed up. You hit the ground. Yeah, I landed on both feet. One ski popped off. I fell over sideways. And then a guy came and picked me up that worked at the lift. And he was like, please don't ever do that again. That scared me so much. And I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't even plan on it. Because, I mean, as a lifty, that's your nightmare, is watching a child fall off the lift. Yeah, 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 exactly. I want to say it was like an 8 to 10 foot drop. It might have even been less than that. It wasn't that's huge. That's not nothing, though. That's not nothing. It's not nothing. nothing. I mean, it did. It, I kind of felt the sh- like, you know, it reverberated through the old bones. Yeah, Enough, yeah, yeah. It didn't hurt as much as I expected. Um, but, yeah, then we then I put my ski on and we skied down. But I, I have jumped off of a chairlift. Did, uh, did the dude next to you say anything as you were going? I don't have any gr- idea. I just like, they stopped it and I just like looked up and he was like looking back like, dude, what the heck, man? Why'd you do that? Cause I feel like I've ridden enough ski lifts. I could see someone warming up for that and I would be like, do not. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was like a split second decision. I don't, I couldn't, I can't tell you if I, I do, I don't remember making the decision to do it. I just remember doing it. Oh man. The, the, uh, the human psyche when like put under that, load of pressure is wild yeah right but i i chose i think i don't know if i chose like the fight or the flight response because i fought to get off the chairlift but the actual fight would have been if i had ridden to the top i think i don't think it going. wasn't necessarily like fight or flight comes from like a like a surprise this yeah. i mean it was kind okay. of a surprise but it was more like you had a decision to make and yeah. rather than <laughs> consciously make a decision you're like whatever you're like you know fair the feral part of your mind just it did. made it just the decision me for off the you. chair yeah 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 i guess we should probably talk about the sunshine some more huh <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, <laughs> episode 31 everybody skiing no honestly dude yeah we have no scripts like i don't know if our listeners know this but we don't have a script here at ginger on ginger no usually i just try to come with some fucking socially inept story yeah sunshine dude i mean i moved to california i live in texas now I've gotten a lot of sunshine, uh, and I like it, but what was hard for me to get used to in kind of both places is that the summer down here becomes the winter. I assumed people were just outside year-round because it wasn't snowing and it wasn't cold. Turns out it can get too hot and too humid to want to be outside, so instead of staying inside for three or four months uh, because of the snow, you're inside because it's so hot out. Yeah, there's got to be, and I I think... I think it's San Diego. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) which is on the same exact latitude as like the northern Mediterranean. Yeah. So like Italy, like southern Spain, southern France, Greece, stuff like that. I think that is like technically considered the the perfect weather, and that's on the same latitude as San Diego. Yeah, like San Diego is also considered that. Which is just, so, you know, it's like the average temperature is 77 degrees or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, if it gets up to 90, 95 in the summer once in a while. So, like, if you want to go to the beach or something, it's not kind of cold. It's, like, actually hot and the water feels right. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, that sounds great. But I don't know. I'm of two. I, I miss the season so bad. Like, it's, it's yeah. changing up where you're at. And it is changing a little bit here. It's noticeably colder. But you just said it's supposed to be fucking 90. Yeah, I know, but that's still noticeably colder. It's yeah. it's like it, high of 70 today, which was a big deal. But uh, I miss seasons. I miss 
putting sweaters on and playing records and you know putting the fucking netflix fireplace on and lighting candles like i really went hard on autumn when i lived <laughs> in montana i mean it's the best season um it just feels great because you can wear pants and sweatshirts yeah and it's not gross yet like yeah, yeah. spring is nice kind of no. but it spring gets gross. should be i petitioned to change the name spring to dog poop because <laughs> that's the color everything is when... everything is the color of dog poop and every bad dog owner well since i've lived in somewhere that has like winter every bad dog owner just leaves their dog poop and True, then it, all it winter f- long freezes yeah. yeah and then springtime it thaws so everything looks like dog poop and everything smells like dog poop. This like <laughs> idea that spring is like, oh, wildflowers and all that. I have no idea where that comes from because every town I've ever been in just smells like dog poop. Well, here's the thing. In places where it doesn't snow or freeze, the flowers are beautiful, okay? Yeah. Like they, they are potent and they're gorgeous and they're colorful. I mean, I lived for a while here. I lived like two miles away from a wildflower reserve and it was so cool. That's rad. Yeah, I went. It was like $8 to get in, maybe even oh less. Oh, That I was just... more than I thought that you were going to say. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but... I, that so becomes I... significantly less rad. <laughs> but it's cool. Like, it's not just... It's not just fields of flowers, you know? It has some interactive exhibits and stuff. It's like a museum, but outdoors. It's cool. You and me went to the uh, Portland oh, Rose yeah. Garden. Japanese, Japanese Rose, Rose Garden. Garden. That was gorgeous. That was rad. That was way cooler than I thought it was going to be. That's because, you know, just us northern boys don't see colors <laughs> very yeah, yeah, yeah. often in like, nature. Shit does not grow here. <laughs> yeah. Like sage. Mm, that's it. Fucking My mom flowers. was saying that she was growing a bell pepper all summer. And I was like, really? Did ah, it grow? Ah, and she was pepper. like, yeah, I got one bell pepper out of it. And I was like, oh, man, that's so sad. Yeah. I remember like growing up. My mom wanted to do tomatoes which is like really difficult in a northern climate. Like tomatoes need warmth. Tomatoes do okay in Montana, but Jackson, I think it's an elevation thing. In Pat- she, Jackson. I've never put, I've never seen someone put so much effort into a plant. <laughs> she would like, she had it on like a wheelie cart and she would wheel it in every single day and wheel it out just at the right temperatures and then wheel it back in and then wheel it out and like water it and stuff like that. All to get like the most tiny baby tomatoes that you've ever seen and they never really ripened they just kind of stayed like reddish green the entire time and i felt awful and she like ate them and she's like those are not good and that at that point in my life i realized that i'd way rather spend 34 cents a tomato i realized recently for the first time ever that I like cherry tomatoes, not because I went to the store and bought some and tried them, but because mm. the school has a garden behind it and mm. it has a mess of tomato plants. And I was eating lunch one day and in the break room, I noticed there was a full plate of freshly picked cherry tomatoes. And I was like, sure, what the heck? Popped one in my mouth. Best tomato I've ever had. And it just kind of like ushered me into enjoying all tomatoes. So I buy that shit at the store now and I just eat tomatoes and I never, ever thought I would be that person. I I have heard that though. I don't know if I've ever had like a homegrown straight off the vine cherry tomato, but multiple, so good. multiple people have said that to me. They're like, oh, you can just eat them like grapes, essentially. Like you can yeah, just they're so good. In. Yeah. And I forgot to, I, I, I would put them in the microwave and get them hot until they were almost bursting. And then you just like, yeah. just bite it a little bit and it, just it just whaps inside your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. 
They also had a fig tree, but I forgot to get the figs when they were ripe. So oh, I, I fucking love figs. I do too, but I didn't get to try one. I was a little bummed about that. One of the greatest things I've ever had in my life was a fig brownie. I thought you were going to say a fig Newton, and I was like, yeah, those are fine. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to fig Newton? They're still around. I feel are like they? it. I feel like it was more of a Gen X boomer thing. I don't think our generation buys them as much. I know. But they're pretty I like, good. Like, I don't hate them. It's definitely an old people thing, and I don't know why it has that connotation. Here's my problem with fig newtons. The ratio's off. It needs more fig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody likes the fucking fake pastry thing wrapped yeah. around it. You need a little bit of that, I think, to offset it, but it does need more fig. I love like a good fig spread with like crackers and cheese, like a nice cheese. Yeah. A well-placed oh. fig spread. Whew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I, uh, I've, I, there's an Instagram page just called, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, and you're going to laugh at me. I think it's charcuterie. Yeah, that's right. It's just called charcuterie porn. A nice. And it's just really nicely laid out boards of cheese crackers Ugh, meat nice. and like figs and stuff like that and you just did, look at it and you're like I'll, I'll eat that whole fucking thing did you go to plonk with us on cheese board night oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and you listen there was like to- yeah there was that wine bar or there is that wine bar in missoula that uh every monday was half off cheese boards and then yeah. free bread and they did that for like three years before one time we went and they were like oh we don't do free bread anymore and i was like well you've lost my business yeah yeah <laughs> But the, the, that was great because they would come out and like describe the cheeses to you. Oh my god, I loved that! And then and I, we would like ask really specific thing, questions. Yeah, <laughs> was just sitting there and pretend like I knew what the fuck they were talking about. Yeah, I yeah, didn't know I started shit. To, by the end, I started to like mess with them a little bit. We're like, oh, okay, yeah. Now this brie was it? Was it? Was it spanked when it was a child? <laughs> <laughs> Did was this this curdled on a Wednesday or a Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, how, where, where does this cheese stand on the whole nature versus nurture debate? <laughs> <laughs> what, has this cheese taken the political compass test? Yeah. <laughs> Who is this cheese voting for? <laughs> Everybody knows that that hardcore alt-right cheese is the best cheese. Um, anything else you want to say to wrap up, Sunshine? Yeah. No, we got a little sidetracked there. I don't. Yeah. I. <laughs> sometimes we come in hard and we like laser focused on a subject and other times... You've been gone, you know, and we just got to reconnect and talk about whatever. It's a nice day outside. I've like sat in front of a window right now and it's absolutely gorgeous and it's not hot and it's not cold and there's no fucking smoke in the sky for the first time in like two weeks. So it's great. Are you going to go for a walk after this? Yeah, hey, I, I went for a run this morning. It was lovely. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, you want to do a little police blotter? Yeah. Here's one right off the bat. Oh, boy. A caller reported a badger was in their backyard. Oh, God. I don't know if people know this. Badgers are fucking mean. Yeah, they kill, like, pets. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal. They they got big-ass claws on their front and stuff like that. Like, they are gnarly creatures. I have only one time in my life seen a badger. My dad pointed it out. He was like, oh, that's a badger. They don't look like the red wall badgers. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a re- what a reference! I feel like this is the second time we've talked about. I was going to say, have right? we talked about red wall? I think we, we talked, about talked about the about feasts that he just like spends yeah. like forty pages describing. <laughs> also, he described charcuterie boards. Full yeah, circle. yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> but for small animals to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
and an individual reported a black Great Dane that was at large. Now, no, 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 no. it is large. Yeah, here's the thing. I bet if this was a white Great Dane, they would just say it was missing. <laughs> they wouldn't have called the cops at all. Right, exactly. Oh, look at that white Dane just minding its own business. <laughs> because it was a black one. Oh, man. There's just, just weird wording, right? Like, how yeah. often are dogs at large? Yeah, what the f- both of these are animal related. Maybe someone just had like a some sort of Tiger King Tiger King blowout. Yeah. <laughs> a caller reported a toddler showed up at the property and was not wearing any clothes. Oh god. Oh my lord, that's terrifying. Like not their toddler? Not their toddler, but if it's like the neighbor's kid, that's not that weird. See, I don't know. I just <laughs> Would you call the cops if it was a neighbor's kid? Clearly it wasn't the neighbor's kid either. Well, that's fair. I was just going to say I wouldn't call the cops if it was the neighbor's kid. A random-ass kid I've never seen before? Yeah, Maybe, just like yeah. random naked child walks up to your door? That's terrifying. I would do like the old cartoons and give it like a potato bag. <laughs> potato. <laughs> like put this potato bag over you. You remember in like the old cartoons, like yeah, someone yeah. was naked, they'd put a potato bag over them. <laughs> a caller reported someone had dumped a couch on the sidewalk. Mm. You know, that's such a minor inconvenience, but ultimately... Part of the reason I didn't like Los Angeles was all of the trash yeah. all over the sidewalks. You've told Toilets, me about- mattresses, yeah. couches. Like, where is this stuff coming from? Who's not picking it up? Like, Who also is doing some renovation project with a toilet, gets it all the way out of their house, and then is like, well, I can't do this anymore, and then just dumps it in their lawn or even their neighbor's lawn. Why? You're so close. Just put it next to the dumpster. Why in the lawn? Yeah, right. But... It also brings up my point, and that's not a 911 thing. That's a, hey, mattress, you know, police, come pick up this mattress. Like, that's not a someone with a gun needs to show up to move a toilet off a yard. And honestly, the police probably didn't. (laughs) Hopefully not. One of these days, we have to find out who does dispatch in Fergus County. I can find out Try to get them on the podcast. Oh, we should interview them. (laughs) Talk to them, because, my God. What if we just call 911 in Fergus County? (laughs) Have a little interview. Hey, do you have time for an interview? <laughs> no, you're currently tying up the emergency lines. We're like, oh, no, it's okay. I mean, we have oh, no, an no. actual emergency content. <laughs> no, no, we've read your fucking police blotter. We yeah. know what comes through here. <laughs> There's fucking nothing yeah. important happening. Right, right, exactly. We can promise you that. That's uh, that's all I got for the police okay. blotter this week, Alex. But, there you um, go. Yeah, so, you know, if you know the dispatch... At uh, who, what am I saying? My dad knows who they are. I'll get my yeah. dad to say. And uh, I was like, well, we can only be like one or two degrees removed from who the actual dispatcher is. It's possible I've met them in person. Like I have <laughs> known dispatchers there in the past. I don't know who currently works there, but yeah, I think we should get him on the podcast. And I, I was uh, revisiting an early episode the other day, just randomly. Yeah. Um, I was on SoundCloud and it popped up. Mm. And we talked about who we wanted to get, like celebrities on the pod. Oh yeah, and we're like Reggie Watts, the guys from Letterkenny, and I, I, it's funny to like see the, you know, like the stars in our eyes. Like, oh, maybe we'll have that many listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What it is, what it is. It is what it is, and I'm grateful anyone listens at all. But uh, and I yeah. still, I still maintain I have never ever listened to a podcast episode unless it is like serial or something like that. But if it's a podcast that been running for a while i've never listened to a podcast episode under like 150 while we're talking we, we have a new review to read and oh uh, it just says perfect podcast glad, glad to be a listener from uh zany 18 i love gingers on and would consider myself a loyal fan of you guys wishing you all the best so thank you that's so nice 
Thank you, Zamy18. We love Ginger's on as well. <laughs> but kind of in like a, uh, like it's not your kid, but you love it. Or or, or it's the, the first kid and you messed it up good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gave him real inferiority complex. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, did you, uh, did you enjoy Sean on the podcast last week? Oh, yeah, yeah. I fucking love Sean. Wish I could have joined. I want to do another bad sketches soon and we'll bring Sean back and we'll, uh, we'll also, oh, I need to plug my computer in. It hasn't been plugged in this whole time. Give me one second, Alex. <laughs> should, should we say goodbye? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by when you walk by a mirror and you catch like a bad angle of yourself and you're like, oh, is that what I look like right there? <laughs> <laughs>